Welcome to a podcast called Intrepid. My name's Craig Forces. I'm here with Stephanie Carvin, once again, high above the Rideau River at Carleton University in Stephanie's office. And for those of you who are anxiously awaiting an update on the status of the river, well, it's quite low because it remains quite dry in Ottawa. But we're back, and we're back for, officially, season three of Intrepid Podcast. Thanks for those of you who have been listening along. But it's a different, rebooted, and we're calling it... Intrepid Podcast 2.0. 2.0. Okay, so some things have happened and we're going to... Some things have happened. <laughs> some things have happened and we're going to make some adjustments in the way we run this podcast, uh, both because uh, substantively, I think we've we've arrived at a point where that would make a lot of sense and also just because of there are some, some other extenuating circumstances. So Stephanie, what are we going to cover today? Well, we're going to um, talk about um, you. <laughs> There's some stuff we should talk about. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about Craig, but also maybe just briefly, we can mention what we did in our summer vacation, but also I think we just kind of want to take stock of where we've gone and where we think we're going on this podcast and then tee up some of the things that we're working on for the rest of the year and uh, heading into next year. Right. So it's a, it's a bit of a transitional podcast, which is why in, in an exercise of, of academic cleverness, we've decided to call it episode 98.5, Smooth <laughs> Podcasting. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Because we actually <laughs> want to hold uh, in abeyance the arrival at episode 100, which we hope will be kind of a special thing. Yeah. We gotta, we're not we ready yet. Pla- we're not good at planning. <laughs> <laughs> is, is what we're saying. But yeah, um, you, you missed her calling in radio, Craig, clearly. So, but we're making it for it in podcasting. So first things first, I think we need to start issuing some disclaimers before we get into any kind of substantive discussion. Craig, you have been appointed to the National Security and Intelligence Review Agency. This was something we talked about a lot. So if listeners want to go back and hear all about the uh, NCIRA and what it is and why it's so important, uh, they can go certainly go back and do that. But Basically, you will be a member of this review body. It's a part-time job. There is a uh, an office which actually conducts the work of the agency, but you are actually on the review board of, and, and you will be uh, asking <laughs> maybe some of our former guests some very difficult questions. But uh, perhaps you would like to talk a little bit about that and what that means for the podcast. Right. So, uh, so I, I remain academic. I'm a full-time academic. I have my academic responsibilities. I continue to teach in my core courses, which include national security law as well as public and administrative law and, and international law. Uh, the it, it, th- there are though expectations, obviously, that come with an appointment like this. It uh, is what's known as a governor and council appointee, a part-time governor and council appointee, and not. And for those of you who don't know what that means, that just cabinet. basically means the cabinet right. has appointed you. Yeah. A governor and council is the fancy word for right. cabinet. Yeah, it's five-year appointments, uh, and uh, we'll we have in the past, and and hopefully will in the future, talk a little bit more about the role and function. Uh, of the body, but in terms of, of my personal uh, involvements in a project like this, or more generally in some of my academic undertakings, I have to be cognizant of the fact that uh, there are rules that, that now govern what is that I do. And so the first thing I, I need to issue, of course, is a disclaimer that uh, I operate in a space like this or in my classroom uh, in an individual capacity as an academic, uh, and that's I am not the face of the organization, nor should I be perceived as such. Uh, and yet I also have to be cognizant of the fact that I am bound by expectations uh, around classified information and secrecy, uh, which I must honor not just uh, out of personal disposition, but also as a matter of statutory law under both the governing statute and also the Security of Information Act. 
as well, of course, as my more uh, general professional responsibilities as a member of three uh, bars, three law societies uh, that go around my my uh, my conduct, uh, professional conduct, uh, as well as uh, more specific rules that relate to governor and council appointees, especially part-time appointees who perform uh, quasi-judicial functions, which is, in fact, what NZERA does because it has a complaints function in terms of uh, three of the core agencies that, that we discuss on, on this podcast. So that all translates into uh, preoccupations with uh, what I say, including, for example, administrative law principles about reasonable apprehension of bias, mm-hmm. uh, the idea that uh, of prejudgment and whether I've prejudged matters. Um, and that means that there are issues upon which I will not opine, as well of, of course, uh, nothing that even comes a mile uh, close to anything uh, involving political uh, preoccupations or partisanship. And so that's good because it's not like we're in an election no, or anything. Well, yes. And so, and so all those things translated mean that I will no longer be doing any of the, the, in the news episodes where I, you know, I, they, we, I, I think over the course of the last couple of years, we've applied reason, uh, and, uh, analysis to those news events. Uh, but the risk of those, uh, becoming matters of public controversy that might implicate in some way, the agencies or in some other uh, way my professional role is, is too great and I simply will not be talking about those. However, on matters that might engage, for example, basic understandings of the way that national security law operates, I do that in the classroom. That is academic work of a sort that I am contractually and professionally obliged to perform anyway. And the fact you're writing a textbook about it. And in it. fact, my textbook is essentially done um, and so that's more or less in the can and remains part of my core uh, functions as an academic. And so those are matters upon which I will continue to participate on this podcast. All that translates into sort of a rethink about how we're going to run this podcast to preserve what I think is some of the virtues of our of our uh, activities in the past, as well then as capitalizing on some current developments in terms of some of the things we've been working on this summer, including the work that Leah West and I have been doing on the on the textbook, a national security law textbook, and your own work on your own book, and a book that we're co-editing with Thomas Juno, et cetera, all of which we can explain as we work our way through this transition podcast. Right. And so there's a lot of institutional stuff you can still talk about, the the kind of like mechanics of, of, of how a lot of this still works. So uh, I guess for me, the great relief was the fact that they're still going to let you talk to me uh, with some microphones in the room, uh, that, which is a good thing. Uh, we can still have you on for some of the international law stuff mm-hmm. uh, that's out there that, that doesn't fall into NCERA's remit. So I think uh, all that's that's really good. And the other thing that's really good about this position, I mean, I always love doing the news episodes with you, but we do also have a roster of people who we're going to be able to bring on and, and offer some really good commentary as well. So I, I'm not too too worried about that, although of course we're going to miss your uh, views there. But it's actually forced us to think through some of our product lines and how we actually want to organize the podcast. So yeah. is that worth talking about yeah, just briefly? So, so maybe we should just, before we do that, just talk a little bit about the origin story of this podcast. Sure, right? yeah. Well, you know, podcasting is a very crowded space. There's lots of jokes on Twitter now that everyone's got their own podcast. Uh, and I can't even get my parents to listen. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a peak, you know, we've, I think we've reached peak podcast. Maybe maybe we've outstayed our welcome, but we're, we're, we think we're still um, enjoying this and performing a public education function. But the origin story behind our podcast, recall that when you and I first started of talking, there were really two things that, that drove the design of, of the initial podcast. The first was that interview that BBC ran with uh, three or four employees of the GCHQ, that is the A UK British, equivalent yeah. of the CSE or NSA. Their Signals Intelligence, the signals intelligence Service, where they, they talked a little bit about their, their work and life 
and uh, th what it was like to work in the security service that, that humanized uh, the people who work in that sector and, and were able probably for the first time in many instances to really explain what it is that they do. Um, and we found that a, a really worthwhile uh, concept. And so one of the things we wanted to do on this podcast is to give people the space where we could discuss these issues and their functions uh, in a manner that really would enhance public understanding. Something more than a 30 second soundbite. We want, you know, we're lucky we, we our, our time is relatively uh, unlimited so we can have people come on and, and talk in detail about, about the work that they do. And I think we've been pretty successful with that. So that's our pod site series that we've, yeah. we've been running for the last two years. And then of course the second, the second inspiration really was Steve Vladek and, and Bobby Chesney's podcast in the United States, National Security Law, which is uh, co-hosted on Lawfare website, yeah. where the, the those two gentlemen come together uh, and have a, a variant on the sort of Punch and Judy stories that, <laughs> that, that we have, that uh, that sort of back and forth uh, on law. Way too much on basketball. On, on basketball. They have okay. a lot of fr oh frivolous God. aspect that we haven't replicated. Uh, but, uh, uh, and, uh, but I have, over the years, been quite keen to listen to, to what it is that they talk about. And, and I think probably they've moved the proverbial, here's air sport analogy, the ball down the field a little bit in terms of public understanding of national security law in the States. And, and so we took the view that there was room to do that in Canada with a policy uh, twist as well. So national security and policy has really been our beat. Um, and so those have been really the, the two things that, that drove the vision behind this podcast. And then thereafter, really stuff started happening. Right? Oh, so many things. <laughs> oh my goodness. It was, uh, you know, I, I was a bit worried when we started this. I'm like, what are we going to talk about every week? And then it, you and I would be like, oh my gosh, we'll have to kick that to next week, the week after. I mean, I was making notes for podcasts that we didn't get, like in February, that we didn't get to until, you know, like June. Yeah, we so, have leftovers. And we have leftovers. Yeah. That's exactly it. So, and, and that's that's been great. Um, part of it was that C-59 took so long, but mm -hmm. I mean, we had a bunch of bills go through um, that we were, have been able to talk about that have kept us going. Um, I probably should apologize to Senator Gold for yelling about C-59 to uh, a, a relatively large degree. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's kept us going. But I think the key thing is, and where we are now, um, is that we re recognize that this summer we had the opportunity to actually think, okay, C-59 has passed, the structure has passed. We're probably going to have this structure for some time, uh, irregardless of what government comes in. So I, what we want to do now is maybe just kind of talk about where we think the podcast is going. Mm. Yeah. So no longer do we have C59 as a sponsoring member. <laughs> I know, but which is, which is sad, but I mean, but at the same time, um, you know, we can have uh, episodes that basically still explain the nuts and bolts of Canadian national security law. Right. And I think that's something that we do want to very much continue. Right. So th this is our thinking folks, uh, in terms of how we're going to try to go forward and, and try to reconcile all these considerations. So uh, we have a list of what we've been calling storylines or business lines, not that we make money, but, you know, business lines for lack of a better term. Uh, and and so, St Stephanie, wh wh what one do we have listed first in terms of sort of a, a focus that we're going to try to run through uh, episodes? So we still have, we're still going to do our traditional episodes, our explainer episodes with regards to the news, but these are going to be the ones that you're not on. Now, those at most were maybe a third of the podcast that we do. Um, so that those are going to be the ones where we bring on uh, people like Jess Davis and Leah West, uh, Tom, as you know, and uh, the other Michael members, Nesbitt. Michael Nesbitt from I, I'm Calgary. Singing. Yeah. 
and hopefully they can come in and talk to us about um, or, or or offer some of the insights that um, the, the giant chasm you're leaving behind. But we will continue on. And everyone actually is is so smart that I think um, we won't be suffering too, too much with all due respect to you. Uh, the second thing is, of course, our pod sites. And I think these are going to be um, a little hit and miss with, with, with you, Craig. I mean... I think anyone who could potentially appear before NCR is probably out, but you know, there's a lot of other people out there who can come in and it's a big wide world of activities that we can talk about. So you'll be around for some of those. And uh, again, we may have guests that come on and, and I'll interview them or, or one of our uh, colleagues will be doing that. And we, and we might try to internationalize it a bit. So we, we had one of our, I think our very first pod site was David Anderson, who was, had just recently completed his stint as the independent reviewer of anti-terrorism law in the United Kingdom. And so um, I, I found that extremely interesting to have a conversation in a comparative context. And so we might uh, plumb um, our academic network within the five Eyes Network and and invite uh, people uh, from various walks of life to perform that sort of pod site, comparative pod site function as well. Yeah, I think that's going to be important. Actually, I think one of the things we can do pretty easily is have more of a five eyes angle to mm-hmm. this podcast. So people just don't only understand the, the, the Canadian aspect of it, but also perhaps highlighting the uh, particularly British, Australian and New Zealand since the US market's kind of covered, but bringing those people on and giving them a chance to talk about what they do as well. Mm-hmm. So that'll be great. So the next one, of course, is, as we mentioned earlier, the basic explainer episodes in the sense of what is the intelligence community and how does national security law and policy work mm-hmm. that we can do. It's things that are related to your textbook, for example, or uh, my work on um, national security threats. Pretty simple, really. And then, as we mentioned earlier, of course, we're going to have the, intel- you know, just regular podcasts on how the intelligence community works, how does national security law work, things that are more in the realm of textbook material than, say, current events. Right. And and so we've got all this fresh material that we've been working on, uh, your book on, on the threat environment, so the book that Lee and I are doing, uh, updating our national security uh, law textbook, the book that uh, you, I, and, and Thomas have been co-editing on the scope and structure of the intelligence and security sector in Canada, uh, and various other projects that some of our collaborators have been uh, on this uh, podcast project, uh, like Jess Davies and others have been working on. And, and, and I think there's a way for us to structure that so that uh, we build from episode to episode, so this will be like a sub series uh, in 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 our in our podcast. We won't do them back to back to back, but it'll be a, a branded uh, subset where we we march systematically and uh, perhaps uh, structurally through these issues in, in a way that is 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 a little bit like a course, right? But ideally, not just us sort of doing the classic talking head thing uh, in a sort of a nineteen. 19- 90 style university education, but one where it's more discursive and we, we can discuss these matters. Because one of the comments we've had is that, love your podcast, really interesting, but we presume too much knowledge um, and that we haven't actually rolled back in, in part because we're always reactive. We were so reactive talking about C-59, et cetera, that we really haven't done explainers. We haven't done that many explainers where we sort of contextualize everything and we sort of build systematically. So if someone were following along, they'd be in a position to sort of understand how these things, these building blocks build from, from episode to episode. So as academics, you know, we're sort of inclined to do that. And we've got all this fresh product, as I've suggested, that allows us to unroll this in a sort of an, uh, an auditory, for, an audible format uh, the material that we're working on in terms of, of, uh, of our written work. Yeah, I think it'd be exciting, you know, for example, to march through the various national security institutions and just talk about what they do. What are their mandates? What have they, uh, you know, how have they changed in the past 20 years or so? Um, and I think that's going to be a really important uh, 
podcast series to have. Great. Um, and then, of course, with some of our most po- uh, popular podcasts last year were actually ones that were talking about foreign affairs and, um, you know, international events. So, for example, we had Tomaju Junot on, I think, as our final episode last season. And that, those are the ones we actually got the most emails about, mm. um, that people really liked those. So I think that's something we want to continue. And we're looking at uh, talking to scholars who are doing research on China, Brazil, Africa. I mean, that's something that we could definitely do. So so more foreign policy not to step on of course our colleagues at the Canadian Security and Defense Network uh, that Steve and Stephanie Von Halaki are, are working on in, in their kind of defense stuff but I think just a deep dive on certain countries and certain issues it would be a, a, a good line for us to have as well. Great. And then finally, um, a, a really new thing that I think will be interesting Which is, is totally off brand, right? It's off brand, but kind <laughs> but of on brand and it's related is uh, focusing on public law and governance generally, which is really the backbone for national security, right? How governments powers actually work. And we are very lucky here to have Phil Lagasse, who is going to be starting a new series with us called... Her Majesty and Right of Pod. Right. So yeah. the, uh, Pod we, we, Save the Queen was taken. Pod Save the Queen was taken. So right. Her Majesty and Right of Pod. Her Majesty and Right of Pod is going to be a series that we will be presenting on basically crown powers and how they relate to national security in particular. But also, you know, we've asked Phil to give us a little bit of a, a brief on Brexit. And we got some really good feedback, yeah. actually, when we said we we're going to do it online. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully that will be of interest yeah. to you, our listeners. So, you know, it's sort of a public law, constitutional law backdrop, some, some good discussion of how Westminster democracy operates and so uh, as you as people who follow Phil on on Twitter who know his work p- p- part of his valiant struggle is really to to rage rage against the Americanization of our discourse in terms of public law and governance right and so uh, just understanding how the system works I think of Phil in part as uh, it, uh, and this gives some indication as to how much I respect him and his work is the Eugene Forsey of this current generation right? oh wow so that is a compliment. Sen- Senator Forsey and was of course very uh, influential in, in in his writings and scholarship on 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 the operation of our constitutional conventions in a Westminster democracy, and and I think Phil has has picked up that torch, uh, and it's uh, it's a personal interest of mine in part because this is what I teach in public law and constitutional law, and Phil and I have been we we, we uh, joke back and forth. Uh, I call him a cavalier; he calls me a roundhead. You know, just geeky. English Civil War English, references. Which are the best uh, references. So, you know, it's, a t- yeah. it's time to talk about parliamentary supremacy versus the powers of the crown and, and the royal prerogative and how it operates and where it doesn't and its limits and its strengths and all, all these issues that we've alluded to from time to time. And it's uh, going to be a separate line uh, called Her Majesty and Right of Pods. So, we're, we're quite impressed with ourselves yeah, so for coming we're, up we're, with we, that. We laughed at that. So hopefully everyone else is as well. So uh, we're really looking forward to the next season. And so we, we've got a busy agenda ahead of us. Uh, we always welcome comments. If people have other ideas, in fact, someone did write to us over the summer and suggested that we we look at the question of a foreign intelligence service, yes, uh, which we have not really talking about, uh, spoken about, and so I don't know how much I can participate in that, but we'll give it some. You thought. can hang out um, and and uh, and and have that discussion. Um, it's an interesting public policy discussion, uh, and if there are other issues that people feel, given sort of the context that we've set out, that we should we should be looking at. Certainly, uh, we're we're open to suggestions now. 
the uh, the other thing, which we're not quite ready to announce something, but we're we're working on a partnership that I think will be quite useful as well, and also sort of the rationale for thinking through how we can sort of start unpacking and and, and add more of these kind of explainer episodes. And that partnership, uh, I think, will be very exciting for all of us. Uh, we're not quite there to announce it, but hopefully by episode 90, 98.7, <laughs> <and> hopefully <laughs> episode 100, goes. we'll be ready to announce that. So that's where we stand at present. Uh, this has been largely a logistical podcast, uh, but we wanted to sort of announce uh, through a sort of transitional discussion where we're heading. Yeah. And of course, you know, thank you so much for listening. It's just been a delight. My hope with this podcast is that we get somewhere around 2000 listeners. We have over 24,000 subscribers. I don't know how many of those subscribers are listening, but I mean, it's just succeeded beyond my wildest dreams, especially when you consider the average academic paper, I think is downloaded something like six times. Yeah. And read so, twice. And read twice. So Thanks, um, this is, this is better than that. And I appreciate everyone. And so I'm sure to you, Craig, and the best news is of course that we're going to continue on in a brave and bold new format but familiar enough that i think you'll want to stick around thanks very much everyone and we will see you next week see you next week